Hello and welcome to episode one of Preserve Mecklenburg with Dan Morrill. And I am his daughter, Mary Dana, and I'm here with him today. It is Sunday, January 19th, and I wanted to do this podcast with him because he has been involved in historic preservation in Charlotte, North Carolina for about 50 years now. And he has so much knowledge that I felt like it was important to record it and pass it along and other people might enjoy it. So today in our first episode, we are gonna talk about Preserve Mecklenburg and what is Preserve Mecklenburg. So I'm gonna turn it over to my dad and he'll take it from here. Well, Preserve Mecklenburg, which is well, first of all, it's great to be with you, Mary Dana. Great to be with great you. Great to be with everybody else. Preserve Mecklenburg was established in April of 2019, so it's not even a year old yet, although it's doing amazing stuff. It's a private, nonprofit, business friendly, real estate focused, historic preservation group. And we are trying to give to Charlotte Mecklenburg what it never has had. And that is a private group that actually goes out and aggressively tries to save historic places. That's basically what it is. Okay. And how is it different from other preservation uh well, the, 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 uh, let's first of all talk about the government side, which in a lot of ways, preservation in Mecklenburg County is kind of lopsided in the sense that it's had a very aggressive, large, public, governmental preservation movement, both with the Charlotte Mecklenburg Historic Landmarks Commission that I ran for 46 years, Right, you just retired. I just retired. I feel like a bird out of a cage. And there's also the Charlotte Historic District Commission. Now, our group, Preserve Mecklenburg, is different in two very fundamental ways. One is that we can do any property. We can, you know, as long as we believe it's got historical and cultural significance, it could have been built last year. But in order for the Historic Landmarks Commission or the Historic District Commission to assure the preservation of anything, it's either got to be a local historic landmark or it's got to be in a local historic district. And that leaves out about 95% of what we call the built environment of Charlotte Mecklenburg. Not only that, if you get something declared an historic landmark or you get it placed in a local historic district, that isn't sure it's going to be preserved at all because the owner of any property that is governmentally designated as an historic resource, all they have to do is give a year's notice and whack it down. So, And we're not just interested in buildings. I don't want to give that thought. We're interested in land too. We're talking about, you know, farms and so we we have so we can do anything. We we're so much more 
expansive in our view than a governmental body. The other way it's uh, very different is that we don't have to deal with all of the understandably complex processes that are associated with spending taxpayers' money. There are so many rules and regulations about, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you talk about a snail. I'm telling you, the public agencies move, I mean, they slow is an understatement. It takes you forever to do everything. And it's very costly and it's cumbersome. And that's all understandable because you're spending taxpayers' money. We don't spend taxpayers' money. We spend money that we raise ourselves. And by the way, we're totally dependent upon contributions. So if anybody wants to go and make a contribution to uh, Preserve Mecklenburg, all they have to do is to go to Preserve Mech, P-R-E-S-E-R-V-E-M-E-C-K dot org forward slash donate. And if they'll go to that website, they can become a member, make a donation. And we're totally dependent on, on people helping us. But because we use private money, we can move fast. I mean, we're not spending taxpayers' money. We're spending people who have given us money. So we can we can go to someone and say, for example, if you want to buy a property through taxpayers' money, it takes you two months at least to go through all the hoops and dupes and loops. and I mean, it's unbelievable. We can do it in a day. We can do it in an hour. So that those are the two really big differences that uh, separate Preserve Mecklenburg. Now, as far as the private sector is concerned, we don't give house, we don't, we don't operate a house museum. We, we don't want to give preservation awards. We don't want to give tours of homes. There are private preservation groups that do that, and that's a very worthwhile thing. I'm not suggesting it's not. But we're, we're in the real estate business. We want to, we basically use a variety of tools to work to save historic resources, and we're doing amazing work. Well, that's what I was going to say is, you know, what tools are you using? Like what If you acquire a property, what then happens with it? Well, first of all, we, we don't have enough money to buy properties outright. But I think there's some really important things here to talk about. First of all, we can't do anything unless the owner agrees. We can't, you know, you can you can make something an historic landmark or, a lo- or put it in a local historic district even if the property owner doesn't want it. It's a matter of the vote of the city council or whoever does the zoning of the property. So we have to have the cooperation of the owner. And we basically use two tools. One of them that's really very effective is there's there's a legal instrument called an exclusive offer to purchase. In other words, you can go to somebody and say, Henry, I want to have, give me six months and I want to have, I want to be the only one that can buy your property. 
But not only do I want it to be an exclusive option to purchase, I want to be able to assign it to somebody else. So what you do is, and Henry says, well, yeah, yeah, okay. So you, he sets the price. He said, what I got an appraisal, I'll set up for $285,000. Well, and you got, you're the only ones that can buy it for six months. We say, great, we'll give them a dollar. We'll give you a dollar for that. Well, fine, fine. You're good people. We'll give you a dollar. And then during that six-month period, we'll try to find somebody to assign our option to. And when we assign that option, we put preservation covenants on the property to assure its preservation in perpetuity. You have a simultaneous closing. We... Technically, we buy it, but no money exchanges hands. We're doing a property now over in Plaza Midwood on Mecklenburg Avenue that is being bought for $1,850,000. And somebody say, well, how much money have you got invested in getting that property for $1,850,000? We have $1 because we got the option, but we have assign that to somebody else they're going to close on the 4th of February and we're putting preservation covenants in the deed so one are called options to purchase and we've got two other properties that we are currently working on and one of them is going to be an over three million dollar property but again we'll work to, to try to get an assignment we haven't gotten to the point yet of where the owner has agreed to the option to purchase. But the other is you 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 provide a preservation, you, you go and convince an owner to put a preservation uh, easement on the property. That That's basically where you go to Henry. And you say, Henry, you do you like your house? Oh, yeah, I like my house a whole lot. So, well, when you know you're, you're eventually going to, die like all of us die and um, would you like to have it so that somebody's going to have to respect this house after you're gone well yeah yeah I'd like that and I said well what you need to do is to put a preservation easement on your house and and this is basically just a contract that you enter into with us and we assure that once you give that easement to us we are the ones that are going to protect it in terms from being demolished. And you can you, you, you can put in that easement contract wherever you want to. So the, these preservation easements, I know that's kind of complicated, and, but those are the two things that we basically use, offers to purchase and preservation easements. We haven't done any easements yet, but we have one that we're pretty, pretty sure we're going to be able to work on it's the Mecklenburg Investment Company building, which is um, down in Second Ward. It's an African American resource on South of Orange Street. So those are the those are the two principal tools that we use. And of course, the great beauty of being a private nonprofit group is, you know, we we can choose who's going to be on our board. With the Landmarks Commission and the District Commission. The politicians choose who's going to be on the board. And 
we we get people who have special skills that we can use like we have a lawyer we have a photographer we have an historian we have real estate people we have a landscape architects I know that somebody I was just working with a, a wonderful property down on Sharon Hills Road which is down beyond South Park she's got a She's got a, a, a real problem on her hands with uh, cesspool, cesspool system that's not working right. and She's got problems with some steps that are collapsing. And, you know, what I was able to do was just call three of my board members. One of them who's a super handyman. He can fix the steps. Another one who is a landscape architecture who can come up with a site plan. And the third one who's an architect that can deal with her, 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 her building needs. So we can pick who's on our board. So go to preservemech.org forward slash donate and you can make donations to Preserve Mecklenburg and make it just that much better an organization. And I was going to say, too, that I think if people go to the website, they can see who is on the board. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And if somebody, I've, we have a, a, a an email account, too. It's PreserveMech, P-R-E-S-E-R-V-E-M-E-C-K, PreserveMech at gmail.com. And you can, okay. you can email us. And if you're interested in being considered to be a member of the board. If you want to know more about what we're doing, you can just use that email account and you can just have all kinds of wonderful uh, activities. And really, in a sense, this organization, which is still a baby, I mean, it's a baby, uh, it can make an unbelievable difference in this community, but it's going to depend upon the support of the people. I mean, okay. it's going to depend upon the support of the people. Well, that's exciting. And I think, you know, we're going to wrap things up there for today. And thanks for being here. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, over the coming weeks, we'll be talking about a lot of the properties that are in Charlotte and Mecklenburg County and some of the different stories uh, of, the, of history in Mecklenburg County. And please join us. Uh, next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.